2: Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, the station, or its advertisers. Live from Northern California, it's Lifeline with Jesse Gaston. He's the host of Way of Grace, a pastor and a community leader. He's a teacher and an inspiration. He's Lifeline's own Jesse Gaston.
3: And I want to welcome you to another Monday edition of Lifeline on March 13th, 2023. As I look out of my spacious window, um, the clouds are gathering. It's getting a little bit, uh, a bit more cool this evening. And you need to be careful. We've got some weird weather stuff going on. You know that. Well, I'm going to get into some of that. As well today, I do want to welcome you to our Monday edition of Lifeline. The next two hours is a phone-in talk show program where we deal with two things that the world really doesn't want us to mix together to cohere, if you will, to uh, confluence. Confluence, and that is politics and religion. But that's what we do. The number is one triple eight three six seven five three two nine one triple eight. 3675329 for uh, for to call in I'm going to read a portion of scripture to kind of settle our minds into God's revelation and then how it applies to our world today. The apostle Paul speaking to the church at Corinth said these words in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, therefore seeing We have this ministry referring to the ministry of preaching and teaching and sharing the gospel with the world. As we have received mercy, we do not faint. It implies that in preaching the gospel, sharing the word of God, which is a pure gift given to us, there's opposition. And here's what he says. But we have renounced the hidden things of darkness. We have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty. Nor do we walk in craftiness and uh, we do not mishandle the word of God, but we are careful about manifest- manifesting the truth of God in order to commend ourselves unto every man's conscience. Notice what the apostle says in verse two, part of the ministry of proclamation is renouncing the hidden things of dishonesty. Now that's what we do on this program, ladies and gentlemen. We we seek to set forth the truth of God's word and then to map it on to reality, map it on to society where you and I live And uh, would you not know, as the psalmist said, your word is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. When we shine the light of God's word on the events that are going on in our world, sometimes in our communities, and, and certainly we should be shining that light on our own hearts as well, we see things that amount to dishonesty. We see things that amount to error and falsehood. We see things that amount to being contrary to God's word. And guess what we're called to do? As God's prophet and as God's priest in the world, that is the role of the church of the living God, to be prophetic, speak for God, to be priestly, to mediate for men, as we represent our head, the Lord Jesus Christ, as his body in the world. But the text goes on to say, if our gospel be hid, it's hid to them that are lost, so our world is filled with two kinds of people: ultimately, the saved and the lost, the uh, the redeemed, the non redeemed, the uh, righteous, and the wicked, and so forth. Many binary examples the Word of God lays out for us in that regard. He says, "But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost." Listen carefully to this: in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them that are not believing. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of the invisible God, should shine unto them. There are two things we want to extract from that proposition. First and foremost, there is a false God of this world. His name is Satan, Lucifer, the devil, and many other um appellations that are given to him, a polyon, a badon, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But but he becomes the one that keeps men and women blinded at their own will against the truth claims that are laid out. And this is something that we are finding um to be severely true in our culture and in our world today. When we think about um spiritual blindness, when we think about uh, cultural blindness, there is a kind of mass psychosis dominating our society for, for at least the last three or four years, as you know, and, and, and certainly in other major global political social topics, blindness is there. It's blindness spiritually and blindness socially. Here we have a God who keeps men and women blinded from the truth. And we need to be aware of how that working takes place. It not only takes place in the general sort of mystical dimension of spiritual things, but it takes place At the level of governments, it takes place at the level of policy, it takes place at the level of ideology and worldviews, it takes place at the uh, level of sociological structures, constructs that interact with people, and the policies of those constructs, either moving us away from God's word, will, and work, or towards it. And you and I ought to know that right now we're dealing with a country, a government, a society that has gone amok on so many levels. We are so saddened by it. So there are a number of uh, sort of ideas I want to bring to the table today. And we can we can talk about them as we consider the fact that presently our government is functioning like a socialist society uh, under the control of powers that are greater and more influential. Then our representatives, for some reason, we know what they are global powers and their whole objective is to destroy a constitutional premise of men and women who are free uh, to be able to exercise virtuous actions under a representative republic where our uh, leaders represent us and or answerable to us based upon our constitution, federal, uh, uh, our federal acts uh, state wise and uh, and a system of laws and justice. But we are finding ourselves far, far from that today, far, far from our government officials really asking us anything. A lot of what they do is what they do and then they tell us. So I, I want to start by having you parents understand that there are policies that are right now coming down from Sacramento and your your governor, one of them is the AB 659 policy for the uh, human papillomavirus vaccine. You parents need to push back on government insistence that your child in the 8th grade going forward takes this vaccine. Now you know we been pushing back against all of this stuff since COVID, but you need to push back on that because these uh, these vaccines are not safe. And they are not effective, and you need to know that. This time, um, there are very serious side effects and consequences for young people who take uh, this um, HPV virus vaccine. And you should you should uh, you should make sure that your children are not subjected to this large societal experiment again, because that's exactly what COVID, COVID was. There are many problems with this vaccine. One is that there are already sixty four thousand VAERS reports on Gardasil harming their kids from neurological diseases to paralysis to death and you need to know that. It's second only to the COVID uh, VAERS reporting where there are millions and millions of uh, injuries that are occurring uh, with the uh, COVID jab and you and I know it. Our public schools have become, sadly and tragically, um, a kind of uh, mealhouse to take our children and pr- produce a kind of godless state, a morally, academically, and biologically godless um, society of men and women who, when they are, you know, if you will, churned out of the system, they fundamentally do not believe like God or think like God or or act like God. By the way, kudos to um, Ron DeSantis in Florida. For excommunicating, if you will, from the libraries in the uh, public school systems, all of the debauchery that goes on with those books that are nothing but satanic pornographic uh, indoctrinations of our children at the level of uh, sexual exposure and expression that is unbearable for any mind that has even a scintilla of pureness to it. I was looking at the report about uh, three or four days ago, and as I told my congregation in our Bible study on Friday, I could not believe what the kids are being exposed to at second, third and fourth grade levels. It would be impossible to describe and, uh, and not blush. If not cry. And so you parents, you really do need to know what you're dealing with in terms of our government having just wholesale abandoned a biblical worldview and have collapsed completely into a socialist communist sort of paradigm of godless uh, man centered. Perversity. We we need to stop this. I've got a whole lot more to say, but you know, we got to pay some bills, so I'm going to take a break. Once again, the number is one triple eight three six seven five three two nine one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. More to come, and then your phone calls on the Monday edition of Lifeline. We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. Yes, we are. The time is five nineteen on this Monday edition of Lifeline. There is a false god of this world that Paul tells us about in 2nd Corinthians chapter 4. He's a false God and his role is to blind men and women through fear rooted in lies to dominate human nature that is your bodies. I want to state that thesis again and we'll continue to work through our um, uh, public service (laughs) announcements. There's a false god of this world. His role is to blind men and women through fear, that is propaganda, that is rooted in lies, to dominate human nature, that is your bodies. This is why I said to you parents, you need to push back on the government's insistence that your eighth graders take this uh, papillomavirus vaccine. Because what we know is that, like many vaccines, Our children have been harmed by them uh, on some levels very mildly, you know, small symptoms of autoimmune deficiency all the way up to neurological problems, paralysis and death. And your government has never ever owned that to be true. And yet it is by the tunes of hundreds of thousands of people being paid billions of dollars by the government quietly told to sign a gag order where they cannot speak out if they receive the money. All you got to do is look it up. Uh, The one that is in front of us now for our girls and boys who are eighth graders and they do not need it. They're, They're in no danger of this virus at any significant level, notwithstanding the propaganda that's out there. It's AB 659. And it's going to demand that all the children eighth grade and above in public schools take this junk vaccine for which Merkel is uh, looking forward to making billions of dollars off of something that already has sixty four thousand VAERS injury reports. It's second only to this crazy jab that people have been forced to have to take over the last two and a half years. That one's in the millions and millions and millions of people have been harmed and dead. They can prove it. But of course, your media won't let you know that. Number three, what happened for the, uh, for the last almost three years, it was a trial on our world. The question would be, would the global society simply comply with government agencies to submit to experiments? without a robust pushback, even though the few trials proved to be harmful to animals such as ferrets and monkeys. uh, We already know that. The question is if our government presses on us to take a jab, particularly in the midst of uh, EMU, Emergency uh, Use uh, Authority, EUA rather, uh, would they even question it? Would the society, would people say, hey, wait a minute, we need to know more about this. What are you asking us to do? Even though the danger that was stated back three years ago was the consequence of a computer generated model of harm and death to the tunes of millions of dollars. This is what we call propaganda that was proven grossly off the target when reality actually struck. You know you heard the record of about 550 to 600,000 people died of COVID that first year. Well, when you clear the record out, it was only about 6% of that where they died of COVID. The rest of it, they died with COVID. That is, it attended some other very serious comorbidity by which people died and other things like car accidents. All this is what we call propaganda. You know this is true. But the point is, this all got fired up all around the world by one Neil Ferguson of the UK who gave a computer model of the potential hazard of the uh, COVID virus uh, spreading around the world where tens of millions of people would die. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you do know on this program we warn you about the devil's tactic of fear rooted in propaganda. Here we go again, young men and women uh, of the eighth grade level must take this Gardasil uh, vaccine, or else they're in danger of uh, of, of some kind of cancer um, of their uh, reproductive organs. And again, that has not been proven. And it's really interesting and sad as well that our media would pump out this data. Without going through the due process, the due scientific process of the scientists, the the people that actually deal with these things, having a very serious, robust debate to see if we get true consensus versus coerced consensus of those who are being paid to uh, frame and shape the narrative in order to sell these uh, products. Ladies and gentlemen, keep your eyes open. Keep your eyes open Um what happened during the lockdowns, as you know, was never a medical model of pandemic control, but a prison model of controlling society by fear and false media propaganda. Intuitively, you know that impractically, you know that. And I say that because many of us warned you that the World Health Organization had told the world at large that it wanted a globally vaccinated immune citizenship. This is why you keep hearing vaccines everywhere. The World Health Organization, which is an organization outside of the jurisdiction and governance of the United States, wanting to plop itself on the world and tell the world it needs to come to them. All governments of the world need to come to them, submit to their policies and 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 uh, and vaccinate human beings at the whim of any notion of some kind of potential pandemic endemic or what have you. What? A uh, potential fiasco this is when we allow an organization like the who which already has nefarious characters such as the guy that was residing over it recently and uh, and you're seem like never-ending ubiquitous Bill Gates who uh, is a major contributor to the World Health Organization and of course as you learned recently the defunct. Anthony Fauci, because he is basically now being run out of town for having done the same thing back in the 80s with the uh, with the AIDS virus. Um You and I are being conditioned for constantly being told that we need to be vaccinated. No longer are we to believe in natural immunity. In fact, we're not even told to believe in anything natural whatsoever, whether it be organic or God given, because as I have shared with you so many times, we are moving towards a totally synthetic society. Artificially induced, artificially produced and implemented and controlled without your vote. Um, Welcome to the new brave world. Welcome to Aldous Huxley's new brave world. We need to be careful about that. Um, Fourthly, these old crazy weather patterns. I told you this about three weeks ago. You need to be careful about assuming that this is natural, too. I mean, uh, our medicine is being synthetically modified. Our food is being synthetically modified and our weather is being synthetically modified. You can look it up, it's on Google, you can find it. It was Lyndon B. Johnson, your president, who said back in 1962, that we already know how to seed the clouds. This is something the military has been doing a long time, seeding the clouds. In order to make the clouds culpable of producing rain and snow. We all know, how, already know how to seed the clouds with all kinds of metallic, metallic matter in order to cause the sun to be deflected from the clouds and, and cool down areas. Um, and as your uh, previous president, Lyndon Johnson, put it, he that controls the weather controls the world. And, and ladies and gentlemen, we have been asserting for quite a while that you need to be very careful about what you're looking at, because the West Coast um, is slated for major weather pattern changes. I definitely would have you to go to geoengineeringwatch.com, geoengineeringwatch.com, G-E-O-E-N-G-I-N-E-E-R-I-N-G watch.com. Mr. Wingington is doing a great job um, exposing you and I and the world to what the military has been dealing with and doing for a long time. As I shared with you last week, a number of military, uh, -military, ex-military generals, and corporals and majors and the Air Force, et cetera, who have consciousness uh, have come out and said, We are misapplying uh, a gifted tool and we are fundamentally weaponizing it, and that weaponization of our capacity through HARP, H A A R P, and NOAA, which is another term for a. Uh, for a private industry that is uh, engaging in manipulation of the weather um, are starting to turn it on their citizens. Now, here's the word I want you to pick up on. And I've told you this before. It's called climate change. Climate change. Now, where does that come from? I've got about a minute before I go to break and we'll come back and take your calls. Climate change comes from the modification of what you used to hear about a decade and a half ago, global What? warming now why did we go from global warming to global to climate change well it was an arbitrary change of the nomenclature because now we have the ability to manipulate the weather and we're manipulating the weather over against what has been hypothetically said to be the danger of global warming uh but now we know that we can uh get more uh, more control over the uh, weather patterns of our society in such a way that we can impact our society at the level of uh, food uh, food preparation, food uh, growth, food um, readiness. And, and as such, we can impact our society at the economic level. Can you imagine those who are uh, engaging in hedge funds around the climate and that's what they're doing? engaging in hedge funds around the climate, who also have the inside track on how these weather patterns are being developed and what they do to societies. When I come back, I'll talk about how the clouds create these false snow patterns that really actually harm our trees and our land and our soil, our, our, our trees, our land, our soil and our water uh, banks, our rivers and how they uh, mess up our roads and how they mess up our food and How that can be a massive, massive method of controlling not only the climate, but the citizenry who are subjected to this climate. And I want to go back then to our verse and tell you there is a false God and he blinds the minds of those who believe not. And we are kind of just like children and sheep led to the slaughter, if we don't open our eyes to the reality of what's going on in our world and do something about it. This is a Monday edition of Lifeline, one 367 5329 one Three lines open. Looking forward to your call. We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. We're back. The time is 535 on this Monday edition of Lifetime, Lifeline, March 13th. 2023 is where we are in this crazy season of all kinds of changes. Now, your master said it in his Olivet discourse: there will be signs in the sky. He will. There will be times when the the ecological uh, factors of life will be so disturbed and so bizarre and so. Um, Abnormal that men's heart will uh, fear them for the sign of those things that are coming. Uh, and we are looking at some of that kind of behavior today. It's been going on since the days of our Lord Jesus, almost 2,000 years ago. But certainly what we are recognizing in our world today, as we have seen the escalation of technology across the panoply of uh, of, of social and geographical issues, Geographically, that is speaking of the word. Um, socially, that is speaking of humanity and how technology has been being utilized by our governments around the world to invade our organic life, to impose upon our organic life, and to um, almost force upon us a synthetic reality. And if you just think about it, which are, um, again, genetically modified organisms in the food, genetically modified organisms in many of the uh, products that that you use that are not foods, genetically modified uh, 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 sources of even the plants and the animals around us that we were used to seeing one way but are now different. And it's almost a kind of drip, drip experience to where we are becoming normal with it. This is happening also with our food, but we might also understand that if we're not careful, this is why I say fundamentally my my message to you today is you need to take care of your bodies as much as you can because they are incrementally being genetically modified, too. You and I are poor as human beings and toxins easily sip into our body. How much more so when we are overly toxified by um, genetically modified foods or and Atmosphere, air, this is one of the reasons I'm talking to you about this whole geoengineering of our weather system, because the particulates coming out of the air, metals and and, uh, minerals and aluminum and many different things are extremely, extremely toxic to us. This is why ultimately our East Bay mud, our water system, um, uh, the news report to us is don't drink the water from your faucet. They know it's way worse than it is. And because they can control the media, they'll just kind of put it out there to you. But you need to be very careful about these things. Why? Because contamination is taking place everywhere. And this is really what the apocalypse talks about when you look at Revelation chapter eight and nine. And it speaks symbolically about a third of the rivers and a third of the waters being contaminated with, if you will, blood. That is a neo-Egyptian sort of symbolic uh, parallelism. The book of Revelation gives us a kind of apocalypse from the past mapped onto the future. And so you've got the same kind of uh, spiritual conflicts going on in our world today that went on in the day when God delivered his people, Israel, out of Egypt. And he smote the waters and he smote the land and he smote the animals and he smote uh, the people with plagues and things of that nature. And he said he would do it again because because men would not repent of their idolatries. That's exactly what Revelation 9 says. God smites us with, with these uh, inconveniences by allowing mankind to create these evil inventions and, and they turn them on each other. Mankind without God is a self-consuming beast and you know this is the truth and we are living again in this Orwellian sort of neo- um, uh, Gotham City scenario. And it's not by accident and it's not organic. This is happening at a level of spiritual darkness that is rooted in powers wanting to control everyone and to uh, implement deception to bring it about. This is why I said, uh, the god of this world is constantly sprinkling the stardust of lies, fear, propaganda and control to manipulate our society. And you you need to open your eyes to it. And uh, uh, In fact, what Mr uh Wigington, Dame Dane Wigington, uh, the, uh, the guy that runs geoengineeringwatch.com, is saying is that the Western Hemisphere um, is slated to change course concerning the normal patterns of weather, such as right about now, we're in March, right about now, we are supposed to be tapering off in preparation for a spring that would have just a measure of rain, not massive deluges that according to Uh, Again, many different uh, reports that are coming out in the media, your regular main media, which gets its feed of information from sources that are basically behind what's taking place. You and I also know that this is called Operation Mockingbird. It was uh, Noam Chomsky that warned us that our government, the CIA, FBI have been engaged in telling the media what to say to the American people. For decades, and so the Los Angeles Times described this week's California chemical snow blizzard. nonstop stop engineered wintered weather warfare is being waged uh, in the Western U.S. Chemical ice nucleation cloud seeding operations. That's what's going on. Chemical ice nucleation cloud seeding operation. Military been doing this for years. Can and are creating snowstorms out of what otherwise would have been a rain event for just many regions. This is what Dane is saying. You got this crazy weather and snow is everywhere. It would have just been typical rain, but they know how to see the clouds and create this false nucleated appearance of snow. The same operations are um, also being produced uh, everywhere with, with dense layers of air that settle to the surface. This is how he explains it. This augments the overall impact and effectiveness of the engineered winter weather objective. Uh, the engineered cool down programs are currently scheduled to continue another couple of weeks, though the weather makers can always alter the script. And there's a map he'll show you how that the West Coast is going to be cooler than the East Coast when the Midwest and the East Coast used to be much warmer all the time. Uh, And then he will also expose you as to how many of the calamities that are taking place around the world ecologically. And as we would get it from the media, these natural anomalies of catastrophes, which have never happened before, are occurring. Well, uh, Lyndon B. Johnson, your president, said he who rules the weather rules the world and uh, he was already exposing America. This was a time, you guys, when presidents would talk about what they were doing behind the scenes at NASA um, with Lockheed and Martin, with their military, because America at that time was proud of itself and was in an arms race with Russia and China. So a lot of outrageous and, uh, if you will, just kind of sneak preview of what's going on behind the scenes in our military were told to the American people to bolster up their confidence and of course pay more taxes in order that we we might be the world leader and uh, but nothing could be further from the truth today today we're not the world leader Uh, we're part of a global cabal where the global cabal is the world leader and nations are being brought into subjection to it and uh, one of the methods by which it's being done is uh, weather warfare And uh, you and I will come to know this shortly when we are in another emergency use authority because of, here it is, climate change. You will be told that this is mother nature, but in reality, we know that it is other nature, not mother nature doing this and we will find ourselves scratching our heads and wondering, is this really Truman story all over again? And I can tell you, yes, it will be the Truman story, all over again, and hopefully uh, in God's mercy and grace, there will be people who will be willing to stand up and oppose this and and seek to stop this. Otherwise, you will be hearing the kind of tacit approval of Revelation chapter uh, 13, where it says, who can make war with the beast? Now, God can God can make war with the beast. He can subdue him in a pico second if he wants to. But the people of God have to be involved in doing the exploits of, uh, of uh, due diligence to know what is true and share what is true with the world as much as possible. Our job is to blow the trumpet when the enemy is coming. Let the people know. Otherwise, their blood is on our hands. And this is why I do what I do to let you know. I mean, you may have been hoodwinked the first time three years ago, but you don't have to be hoodwinked this time. This time, you you can get it right. You can go, "Aha, uh-huh, wait a minute. Need more proof, sir. Need more proof, man. We don't want to just hear you say the experts say because we know the experts have gotten it wrong almost almost on everything they said in the early days of COVID and we, you know, we are people. We are human beings that have a tendency to forget things quickly. But we're not going to do that anymore. This time we are going to be slow. And we're going to be careful and we're going to be critical and we're going to be skeptical as scientists ought to and as theologians ought to and as people with their eyes opened ought to. Two lines open. One triple eight three six 367 Two lines open. One triple eight 367 I'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. Indeed, we're back. Two lines open, 1-888-367-5329, 1-888-367-5329. We're going to be getting to the phone lines in a few minutes and then for the rest of our second hour. So if you want to call with an observation, if you want to call with a a question, you may. um, If you want to call to just um, add to our topic, expand on it, maybe take it in a different direction. As long as it's up, we can do that. You can lead a man to knowledge, but you can't make him think. You can lead a man to knowledge, but you can't make him think. Isn't that good? It's one of those quotes. His name is Apalusa. Apalusa. That's probably just a code name. You can... You can lead a man to knowledge, but you can't make him think this is so absolutely true. This is what I was stating from Paul's words in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. The false God of this world hath blinded the minds of them that believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ should shine unto them. Here's another one before we go to our phone lines. Don't be mad because I don't care anymore. Be mad because I once did and you were too blind to see. Don't be mad because I don't care anymore. Be mad because I once did, and you were too blind to see Great quotes, great, great, great thoughts. So, so important for us to be able to think these things through. We're not, we're not, uh, we're not speaking in a vacuum. We're speaking to human beings. Uh, we're seeking to jar your thoughts. We're seeking to raise your level of awareness, discernment, and, uh, and circumspectness. As Paul said in Ephesians 5, be circumspect. Okay. Peter said, be vigilant. Your adversary, the devil, goes about as a roaring lion, and you and I just need to be careful that we don't enter into a kind of bubble of denial of what's going on because we can't help people if we're ignorant. If we're we're ignorant to what's going on, we cannot help people. And uh, I hope that your intuition is working in such a way that even if you don't know, you feel like you are missing something and you need more information to help you to resolve that intuition of of concern about what's going on in our world, please. This weather is not natural that you and I are dealing with. It's extremely unnatural, and in other parts of the world, it's horrifically unnatural, leading to flash floods that have wiped out, you know, whole towns and and, uh, and other very serious ramifications from uh, from manipulation of our weather. Let's go to line number two and talk with Jermaine in Alameda. Jermaine, are you there? Jermaine on line two. Hello. All right. Jermaine is there. Yes, I'm Let's here. Let's go to line number one. Then, until you work it out over there, I need to talk to somebody. How are we doing there? Hello. Hey, who is this? This is Jermaine. Hey, Jermaine. What's going on, man? Oh, nothing much. Um, you know, I was just listening to your monologue. And
2: uh, the one thing, that I was kind of curious about is the lack of reporting from the news. Uh, it just seems like all the important events that are going on seem to be getting just kind of like blacklisted. They don't want to talk about anything that, that has any relevance. But with the recent banking crisis, I've had personal friends and uh, people I know close to me who actually had the displeasure of trying to go cash a check That was, uh, I guess, underneath the SBB bank, and, bank and they weren't able to. I'm just kind of curious, would it be a good strategy to pretty much ignore most of what we see coming out of our politicians' mouth and out of our news reporters' mouth? Because a lot of it seems to be kind of bogus and, and a false narrative that kind of
3: bewitched you know, our society. Yeah, let's talk a bit about the uh Silicon Valley banking debacle that just occurred. I, I I thank you for bringing it back to our mind. I think I touched on it last week. I try to touch a little bit here and there. There's so many anomalies, so many catastrophic things. I was listening to the commercial before we uh came back Camp Lejeune where uh where they, you know, toxified the water, drinking water there around that lake where where people are drinking it and getting sick. I, I don't know how our, our American people can't understand if the government can create and erect a military and then impose upon the military all of these kinds of toxic, uh, damaging, and destructive experiments. And we we know they do. We, we know they do. We have historical verification of that. Why wouldn't they do it to the American people? They would. All they need to do is the prerequisite work, Jermaine, of really determining how Americans would act, how Americans would act uh, if they knew that they were part of an experiment. And that's exactly what we figured out recently with COVID. What they know is Americans are so indifferent, Americans largely are given to just convenience, as we talk about on Sunday, to where they don't wanna be disturbed particularly about something that might require them to um, go outside of their comfort zone to try to solve it. For instance, the Silicon uh, Silicon Valley banking uh, disruption that that bank collapsed because of bad choices it made in investments. Uh, and, and it's an indicator of a lot of different banking problems. Now, they just got rescued by the the, the, the government. The, and that means by you and me, okay, because the government generates no money. It, they just got rescued by the government so that the people who had more money than $250,000 would have their, their monies secure. But this goes to show us, Jermaine, Something we said way back when COVID started, that COVID was a a cover for control and that the next problematic element would be within the ranks of our economy. And you and I know that our economy is uh, tilting towards collapse as well. And to see a bank like that out of all places, Silicon Valley, it was one of the 20th uh, most financially lucrative banks in America maybe the world, and I think it is the world, and they collapse, which means we are sure that many of the other banks are in very precarious situations as well, for which you and I started having the conversation, you, me, and our our public audience about what we need to be doing with our finances. And you know, I don't keep piping on this stuff because people are easily overwhelmed, and, and you can be overwhelmed when you're shallow in your thinking. If we're shallow in our thinking, then we don't want more than a thimble full of information. And we only want a half of a thimble full if it's inconvenient to us. We don't want to hear stuff that is inconvenient to us that's going to force us to be culpable for our action. We want plausible deniability rooted in ignorance. Don't tell me, just let it happen to me. I want to continue uh, in my normalcy bias. And I don't want to have to actually think about what do I need to do with my funds? What do I need to do with my monies? How do I need to invest? Or whatever the case may be in terms of preparing for the storm that comes. This is exactly what Jesus said in Matthew chapter seven, when he says, I liken the man Or the woman or the family or the church or the nation that does not build his house upon a rock, but builds it upon sand as the individual who hears my word, but does not do it. Well, that's our nation. I heard it from my neighbor today. He, the nation that forgets God will be turned into hell. And, you know, I've been using that quote for, for decades now. We're being turned into hell. And so every time we turn around, a pillar is falling to the left and a pillar is falling to the right. And to answer your question before I go to break, and I'll come back with James Ken And uh, to answer your question before I go to break, the media is given talking points. This has been going on since Rush Limbaugh. You know this. Rush has been telling the world the media does not do logistic, I mean uh, legitimate what we call legitimate investigative journalism. All of that's done by your platforms on social media outlets, all of your alternative media outlets. The highwire dot com with Dale Bigtree. The highwire.com. The one I just gave you, geoengineeringwatch.com dot com with Dane Wikington. Um, the uh the Defender uh, Children's Health Defense with uh, with Robert F. Kennedy, Jr., uh, lifestyle dot com, life site dot com. Uh, and, and of course, there are tons of sub stacks out there you can go to. But these are just a few. And many of them have great resources, too, where people can actually get the facts when you have a media completely governed by big pharma. And big global, uh, 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 big global money uh, by those who are absolutely dominating most of your governmental structures, whether it's the media, whether it's the educational systems, whether it's uh, the medical system, what have you, when these big institutions, BlackRock and and others are so in control of the economics, they're going to have the right and power and willingness and they are spoon feeding our media to tell the media to tell the people what they want. And unless you and I work our way around these kind of nefarious. Distracting, uh, limited, narrow casting media sources, we're going to be ignorant of reality because they are pawns in the Orwellian uh, misspeak system of telling you things that don't correspond with reality. And uh, and people can go to sleep naively thinking everything is well. And one day we'll be back under emergency use authority. And one day we will be in a system where they'll say they'll say you can't get your money out of the bank. That's coming. Because people don't care, this is the Monday edition of Lifeline um, you're listening to Jesse Gestan. I think we have one line open um, James Ken, and Ann, uh, I'll get you when we come back from the break One triple eight three six seven five three two nine. if you are my disciple you will continue in my word you will know the truth the truth will set you free We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. We are indeed back. We are in the second hour. Time flies when you are having fun, so to speak. We are now going to flow through our calls, but you can begin to call one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. If you're a new caller, I'd love to hear from you, a new listener and a new caller. One triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Love to hear your thoughts about our topic. Let's go to line number one first and talk with James uh, from the Bay. James, are you there? Yes, sir. Hey, what's going on man? Hey listen, uh I know you were talking about the uh uh
2: the vaccines in the first hour. You're aware of the victory that the ICANN
3: team from
2: uh the had in
3: California. Of course, it's a beautiful thing. They've been winning victories for a long, long time. They've been fighting a battle behind the scene. But yeah, man, just, just give me a snippet for our audience because, you know, part of what we just heard from, uh, Jermaine, our other brother, you know, about the media. If, if, if someone doesn't give you the good news, then people have no reason to even have any optimism that some of us are fighting the battle behind the scenes, let alone really good legal organizations like ICANN. Now, there are other organizations getting at it as well. Uh, I'm going to try to mention a few, but certainly um, um, ICANN is winning some battles recently. What have you heard?
2: Well, this has been going on since 21. In, tw- in 21, they won in San Diego Superior Court, striking down the San Diego's uh, COVID-19 uh, mandate. And at then the school again, district. in 22, even the Court of Appeal, they won again. And when, after they won again, this Dr. Pan tried to submit a letter in order for the decision to be unsightable by other uh, court. And once again, uh, I can prevail. So now what that basically states is that the recently effectively made makes any local district, school district, county, et cetera, vaccine mandate for vaccine, illegal. So that's where it is right now.
3: No, it's absolutely wonderful. And, and uh, I think it's Senator Pan or Senator Chan. I'm thinking it's Pan. This guy is diabolical. I mean, he's been fighting uh, against uh, Californians around vaccines for our children for decades. He's absolutely diabolical. Somebody needs to get rid of him. Um, He is unhelpful to the citizens of California. I'm absolutely thankful to hear what you're saying. And of course, our major media outlet wouldn't even dare talk about this kind of victory or stance. This is where citizens themselves have to be. Committed to learning what's really going on, and when I say go to, to go to thehighwire.com, you might as well do it and get up on information and data that you will never get from your major media outlets. And when I say now, as we are dealing with exposing the mani- manipulation of uh, uh, geoengineering of our weather, go head on to go to geoengineeringwatch.com and let let Dane uh, expose you to good quality scientists who can tell you why this farce is dangerous. Dangerous for sure. Do uh, you got anything else before we move on to our next caller, brother? No, just going to the next caller. I, I
2: mean, I knew you were aware, but I just wanted—I just want people to hear that because I know I may have missed it, but
3: may have missed you saying it. But no, that's the no, information they're trying to get no, out this, to everybody. Yeah, no, this is no, this is why we all got to share because you know I, I, I was thinking about a bunch of things uh, today, but that one's important to know as well. Then let me go on to line number. Um, Three and talk with Ken from San Jose. Ken, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi, Pastor Gaston. How are you? Oh, fine, thanks. How are you? I'm great. What's your thoughts today?
4: Okay, today I spent uh, about half hour in a in a regional bank trying to cash a check, and there were ten people ahead of me in line. The only reason I got through was because my transaction was small. So, and normally there's you know uh, no nobody in there to speak of. So. Ah, uh, the regional banks, the smaller, medium-sized banks that are centered in, um, in, you know, in our area or other places, are the ones that are most vulnerable. And what I'm thinking is, there's uh, several things. First, um, will they try to push a digital currency more if there's a want more widespread economic crisis? Uh, secondly, there's an elephant in the room nobody's talking about called the derivatives market. Sure, and these, it's like a casino. Yes, these banks are uh, uh, the major banks are in it the tune of uh hundreds of trillions of dollars that they are exposed to yep. and as, as some, it's amazing they've kept it going this far but uh at some point um this whole thing is uh, could could um reach a crisis point so you know there are a couple of things to think about and um what are your thoughts uh overall on that
3: yeah, it's exactly what you're saying. And as I said to James, uh, before he left, I, you know, there are so many of these factors that we could talk about that, um, that in my mind, I go, okay, should I talk about this, that or the other? Now, you and I know we seeded this matter of the of economics last year. Uh, once we came into 2023, I warned everybody about the central banking digital credit system that's already being established. Nobody really wants to hear it. This is what I was saying earlier. People want to stick their head in the sand and think that we are at normal and returning, and nothing could be further from the truth. So what's going to begin to happen for people is people are going to see that the banks are going to be struggling, giving significant amounts of money over the next several weeks and months. Many of us have talked about the um, ultimate slow plane crash of the economy between uh, 2022 and 2025. By 2025, that's going to be a big issue we're talking about, but it's going to be in conflation with uh, climate change and climate change is going to be the, be the next big boogie monster telling you to bow down and do whatever uh, the Neo-Babylonian state system will tell you to do because fear once again, which is the precursor or um, fruit of lies that come from the devil is going to dominate the narrative in the media and people are going to buy it hook, line and sinker because Um, As uh, Solomon said in Ecclesiastes chapter 9, once there was a great king who encompassed the little city and he besieged that city, and there was an old man who told the people of the city, Uh, how to be delivered from this great king that brings it into siege and you guys know I taught you that siege besieging is the precursor to famine, you starve people out, that's an artificial famine and that's what's happening now, there's a siege going on uh, of our governments around the world and it has the ability to create and affect these artificial famines, artificial economic instabilities, these these earthquakes, these uh, tremors that we're having, uh, silicon Valley is just the tip of the iceberg and more is coming. People don't want to hear this because they just don't believe what the master says about the collapse of governments when once God starts to give them over. But we're headed towards that. And all of the indicators are making that very clear from wise and prudent uh, whistleblowers, legitimate investigative journalists who are telling society uh, the wickedness that is prevailing in our world today. It's massive. It's true, but it's not true to people who walk in denial until, like Yuri Bizmanov, had stated in his ideological um, subversion uh, presentation. You can go online, XKGB, Yuri Bizmanov, ideological subversion. It's an hour and fifty minutes. You'll get taught what happened from his days, the nineteen eighties, up to now. And as he said, when Americans are demoralized. And Americans are inebriated on the fallacy of, of, of normalcy bias and therefore are walking in massive denial. That's mass psychosis. The only thing that's gonna wake them up is a boot bu- a boot between their legs, pushing all of their, their gonads up to their brain, and then they'll wake up to the reality that our governments have been doing things to us that um, we should have been pushing back on a long time ago. So this is where James was was so uh, helpful saying uh, that there's some legal institutions that are winning battles. But how about this, Saints? How about this, ladies and gentlemen? What if we are winning battles on the legal front, but the media doesn't tell us so that people still think that there's no way that these battles can be won? Men and women remain demoralized and paralyzed. And therefore susceptible to more manipulation and control until at some point there is a uh, no return factor for which the only thing that will take place at that point is civil war. And our governments are ready for that. They're ready for you to break out in a civil war mode. You heard the uh, report, I'm gonna go to the break in a moment, you heard the report of Australia wanting to purchase uh, a nuclear uh, submarine from us in order to deal with Chinese threat. Now listen, if you don't know how stupid that is, then you're living in a metaverse and playing cartoons with reality. Australia is going to try to stave off some kind of aggression on the part of China and that's not going to lead to a world nuclear exchange and we're supposed to be cool with that this is the Monday edition of Lifeline we'll be right back and now back to Lifeline indeed we are all the lines are full let's go to work and get this done we'll go to Jean Paul on line number two Jean Paul are you there
1: uh, yeah, PJ, I am. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, man, how are you? Good, good. Um, just a couple of thoughts on the discussion tonight. Um, you kind of touched on one of them about the um, CBDCs being implemented. Um In my belief, this whole bank collapse is just a way to force us into that. Yeah. Not, not that that was the original idea at the outset, but, you know, an opportunity wasted. Um, right. Second of all, the the alphabet news networks your abc nbc cbs cnn fox all those have people inserted on their boards that will tell them what they can and can't say so whatever whatever administration has those people on those boards of those outlets is going to dictate what the news is friendly to that administration Uh, governments have always controlled all forms of media Uh, you got pravda in russia china controlled media and that's that's nothing new um... No one's even really discussing the industrial sabotage occurring right now in our country, all our food plants being attacked, all our, our railways and all our, our shipments being destroyed, power plants burning. It, it, uh, it's just crazy what's going on. And then, uh, um, real quick, you had said one one sub going to Australia. That was originally a deal with China right. in Australia. And then France inserted themselves, and that became a deal between France and Australia for the subs. And we stepped in, and now it becomes five, actually, nuclear subs. And and just because they're called nuclear subs doesn't mean they have nuclear capabilities. They're just nuclear-powered. Now, in order for us to give Australia actually nuclear-capable subs, that's a different discussion for a different time. But just a couple things I wanted to touch base on as we were discussing for the evening.
3: No, and and I'm glad you were bringing uh, several of them up. Well, when we're talking about nuclear subs, we're talking about the capacity to operate off-grid. That's the first thing. You you do know that. Um, And that's that's what the military would do as soon as there is a blackout around the world. That becomes part of another conversation. Again, people don't want to hear because everybody that is not committed to actually looking the beast in the face is operating out of a default. That's conspiracy theory. That's conspiracy theory. But uh, you know, John Paul, you know that um, a lot of these are um, systems that have been put in place. Like you said, going all the way back to problem with Russia. Uh, most of our once we came out of World War II, most of the technology and most of the stratagems for governing the populace was adopted by uh, American government and military from Germany, from Russia, from China, from Vietnam, uh, and, absolutely. And our been... entire
1: school system is based on on a, a German school system that was based on a prison system. I mean, look at the way our schools are built now they're not They're not fun environments like when we were kids with open playgrounds. These things look like industrial prisons that they're they're ramming our kids into. It's ridiculous.
3: It is very much ridiculous. I love your passion, too, of course. And this is where um, this is where, again, I'm sympathetic as a pastor, as you know, with the ignorance of Christians today and the ignorance of parents who don't see that when you put your kids in public schools. Um, uh, um, the predictable outcome of them succumbing to this neo-Marxist agenda, the probability and the, uh, the, the, um, the statistics are extremely high that they'll come out compromised. Uh, and this is what we're learning in the Lot, Lot series, how his children collapsed under being in Sodom and Gomorrah. But that's exactly what's going on. And so a lot of people are first going to have to be informed before they arise, move, and go. That's why I'm behind the mic, as you know, um, and if they should be brave enough to believe the truth because it takes grace to believe it, then they have to ask God for grace to move on it. And you you just gave three really outstanding scenarios that people don't really know what to do about. What do I do about the potential overnight radical change of my economic situation in the name of a crisis? What do I do about the growing escalation of food uh, prices? Because, as you have stated, the sabotage of so many products around the nation, as well as around the world, this, again, is what I was stating in the preaching a couple of weeks ago about artificial famine. Artificial famine is the consequence of intentional inflation, which is the consequence of manipulating our resources, which you and I know is the case, and then ultimately if we're being propagandized at the level of a neo-Marxist, godless, man-centered uh, hateful system as is the case now, um, the enemy only has to wait for, wait for our kids to become 12, 13, and 14 years old, and they will be red shirt uh Maoist uh, largely speaking if if Americans don't wake up and start owning their identity and uh, and calling on God to grant repentance. Uh, to the acknowledging of the truth, that he might have mercy on us, that's certainly going to be what is required if we're going to turn this around. Listen, I appreciated all your points. Looking forward to chatting with you and the missus real soon. Once again, congratulations to to you and uh, the missus, young brother. Let me go to line number four and talk with Larry on line number four uh, before we take a break. Larry, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, what's going on, Larry?
5: Well, I I have a couple uh, things to uh, mention. One is, I think if they're controlling the weather and making it uh, seem like uh, we're having some really bad weather conditions, they're probably going to use it to uh, enforce the the green... uh, uh, Climate change. uh, Yeah, they're going to say, you know, this is uh, due to... And they're going to say it's due to uh, fossil fuel emissions and and uh, and so therefore we have to control the fossil fuel emissions more and so so forth is what I'm thinking.
3: Yeah, that's partially Uh, true, but it's going to be climate change, Larry. Um, This is why I tell people to understand predictable programming in your movies. If you recall the Truman story, how that once Truman was starting to be aware of what was going on in terms of the manipulation of his life, you saw how they were hitting him with different weather storms. This ought to wake people up. The weather patterns are going to become more and more unstable unpredictable, apparently, and that will shake up people's lives as they continue to give us these anomalies, and it will play into the economic um, breakdown as well, and the apparent necessary intervention of our governments to to uh, to control our lives and to dictate to us where the safe zones will be. Um, I, I could talk a whole lot more about it, but people who are aware of this, who are living out in the more rural areas, are seen attacks. This is why you want to definitely watch uh, geoengineeringwatch.com because Dane is talking about how they're destroying the forest. They're doing that both with the cold weather and because of the chemicals that have been poured on our forest here in California it's easy to create fires that have the ferocity and force uh, that we have never seen before even to the ability of melting down cars. Now they were talking about this last year and people couldn't understand how how much heat is required to um, to melt automobiles. It can't just come by the organic trees. It has to be other chemicals that increase the level of heat to the point where steel can melt. They didn't want to say what it was, but we know what it is now, and we've had these anomalies for uh, California for a long time. Do you have anything else you want to share, Larry?
5: Yes. Uh, I just... Uh one of the questions uh, now it was it's like a year and a half after I received the last COVID shot I had three of them I now cannot make a fist with my right hand I'm wondering if that could, have, could be a factor at all
3: well of course how old are you I'm 76 yeah uh, and and, and uh, did you have any comorbidities before the third shot did I have any what? Did you have any, did you have any illnesses before you took the vaccines, the jabs?
5: No, in fact, I've, I always test negative for COVID, period. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I've had, I mean, I have some allergies, and I have some, uh, you know, I, I take thyroid. been taking that for most of my life. Got it. Yeah. Um, uh, some pain issues, of course I have arthritis because it is <laughs> very sparse in my body, but <laughs>
3: What, you look, the Lord has blessed you, obviously, with all kinds of other insights. I wish you didn't make those choices, but I'm going to take a break. And during when I come back, you'll be offline. I'll give you some recommendations about detox. And that could help that that could possibly help. All right. Thank you for your call, my dear brother. Uh, it's time to take a break. When I come back, I'll get Kiana. I'll get um, let's see here. I'll get Adi. Kiana. And we've got uh, two lines open, one three two nine. One triple eight three 2 lines open. We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. We are, and two lines are open if you want to join the conversation, one 367 5329 367 You're listening to Jesse Gistan, your daily 12 noon spiritual lunch here on KFAX, if you want some solid preaching and exposition of the word of God, passionately calling you to Jesus, the Christ, the son of the living God, the revelation of the invisible God by whom we are saved eternally. When we put our trust in him, you are welcome to join us at our noontime Way of Grace. Um, There will be a conference this Saturday at Valley Bible Church. I just wanted to mention that for all of you who are now on the men. This will be a men's conference this coming Saturday. Um, At Valley Bible Church, Uh, it's going to be very good. I would uh, encourage you to get down there and uh, be part of it. It's 9 a.m. But you probably want to call or go to the website Valley Bible Church in Hercules and find out what all the events are. There will be breakout classes and things of that nature. Looking forward to several of our men. One of our downline pastors will be teaching. Adrian Simmons will be teaching one of the breakout classes. Looking forward to that. But Valley Bible Church this Saturday. Uh, 9 a.m. And hopefully you guys can make it if you want some spiritual feeding. Um, And, yeah, there you go. Let me go to line number um, one, and I'm going to talk with Audie if she's still there. Audie, are you there?
2: Yes, I am, Pastor. How are you?
3: I'm good. What's your thoughts today?
2: So you were mentioning, of course, I watched Orson Welles. And then you were mentioning about the Tril- the Truman movie. And it was weird how when I was younger I never understood why my dad would have us watch all these like weird movies about the government doing things and things being weird until I got older and I rewatched these movies and I'm like, Okay, this seems a little bit it's making sense now, because I watched, uh, we read this book called Fahrenheit 451 in of class, course. and it was just talking about how them burning all the books, and all the books they had, I forgot, was another book, but they had the Bible, but it was their version of the Bible, and then later in the movie, they were saying they don't believe in God, but you still have the Bible, and now the internet's super big, everything's super sensuous, and then I watched The Giver, so a lot of these movies, definitely, I believe, you need to use discernment. But they're starting to seem like they're really telling on the government when it's people really blowing the whistle like you've been talking about.
3: Yeah, this is what I was saying earlier. It's called predictive programming, predictive programming. Um, It is a fascinating facet of the Hollywood um, doublespeak that's been going on for almost since the beginning of Hollywood. Hollywood itself is a very interesting story. Um, largely Jewish uh, run. People know that. Um, and it's about giving you eyes uh, according to their vision. And a lot of it is a mixture of truth and error. That's how the adversary works. And certainly uh, Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit um, 451, along with uh, many of the other documentaries, um, that were taking place during that time, the Weimar Republic, um, and, and 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 many more. These were programs that would show you how the government would become fascistic and totalitarian, and they would usurp the place of God. And these things were already in the works back then. And we are very close in our country to something much more sophisticated than the way the movies put it out. Because the movies are going to give you what is called the artistic license element of entertainment. But the reality of the matter is that we are dealing with a uh, bio uh, medical technological surveillance state that is um, significantly more complex and more devious and more uh, intrusive, intrusive than, uh, than what we saw with the Truman story. Again, that one was designed to make a caricature, but also lay out the principles of what we're dealing with. And as you said, you have to be discerning between what is true and false, but largely the principles remain true uh, and and they're designed for conditioning. And one of the conditionings are, uh, is to give people the sense that they are smart when they exercise the knee jerk reaction of, that's just a conspiracy theory. Now that piece of statement that's generally given by most people is really a sign of their ignorance of the real conversations, the real complexities, the real factors, the real data, the real uh, inside uh, whistleblowers who don't have anything to gain by telling you what they know experientially and experimentally. Um, So when we go conspiracy theory, it really is the knee-jerk reaction of of not knowing. And, And it works in the favor of the government very well um, as if the government doesn't conspire against humanity when it's been going on since the beginning of time. But I'm glad your eyes are open to it. Remember, uh, maintain the anchor of Christ and him crucified as the grounding upon which you um, maintain your identity and your calm and peace. Um, but also be discerning and watchful for all of the stuff that's going down the line. Bless you, Adi. Let me go to line number um three and talk with Kiana. Online number three, Kiana, are you there?
2: Yes, hi, Pastor Jesse.
3: Hey, what's going on?
2: Hi,
4: I was calling to get, because I caught like some of it where you were talking about the banks. Yeah. The bank collapse. I'm starting to think that a lot of this stuff is like purposeful. Because yeah, this is, is just is. like a repeat of Lehman Brothers, but it's just different entities that's involved. But the way it happens is like, pretty much the same, except for they're using venture capitalist money and tech money.
3: It's 100% true. All right, let's do something. Let's create uh, two boxes. And the two boxes are going to be um, 1987 and 88, probably 1987, all the way through 2008. That was one block of uh, chain events that was occurring when I'm using the word night, uh, time, night, uh, 1987, I'm talking about uh, Anthony Fauci in uh, mustering up the fear that um, that AIDS could be caught by everybody drinking water and, and, and hugging people and, and, you know, getting uh, contaminated by the slob of of, of of the basketball players. It was hyped up. AIDS was hyped up. And everybody that knows the science well knows that you can't get it that easily. It's largely going to be done by anal you know, Sexual activity and um, and illicit use of. Uh of uh, drugs and, uh, and and needles and things like that. That's that's how it's done. But it opened the door for the um, biomedical technical state to come in and rescue humanity through drugs. So we're used to getting poked by needles to be rescued from calamity. At the same time, uh, what was happening was the Lehman Brothers and others under the watch of the Republicans, largely uh, H W uh, George H W Bush, Herbert Walker Bush, um, was. Coming up out of the CIA, working as a uh, government operative, becoming the president and making sure that the curtains were closed on all of the banking activity that was taking place uh, back in the day when we had that that collapse uh, earlier. Uh, in, uh, in, 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 in between, um, 2001 and 2008, we, 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 we were already reeling from a very slow economy at that time. I remember before Bush, we were struggling with, uh, Carter and then, um, the Clintons, uh, as well acting a fool. And then things really, Uh, took on another uh, turn when Obama came into office. Most people don't remember that, but Obama did a lot of nefarious things behind closed doors that really set us up for what's happening now at the uh, educational level, at the media level, at the uh, propaganda level around perversion. Uh, Obama opened that door. He turned the uh, White House into the Rainbow House. And so we're dealing with, again, a confluence of all kinds of crazy stuff. And this is what Yuri Bismanov meant when he says, first demoralize a country, get them drinking on corruption and perversion, and, and then make them unstable in their own psychological makeup. Uh, and and this is where, you know, we're dealing with a lot of pathologies around alcoholism and drugs and stuff like that, because we're not grounded as human beings anymore, because we've forgotten God. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and so this next uh, set of events that that emerged uh, for us here recently in 2016, 17, after particularly after the debacle of uh, governance with uh, with Trump, um, albeit all of the good things he did, he he oversaw a period of distraction that set us up for this this dystopian manifestation of an election that got uh, Joe Biden in and people just became unhinged and it was perfect for a COVID uh, cover control scare that has prepared us now for the banking industry to collapse. Uh, for us to be forced to deal with harp and uh, the military weaponization of the weather, because nobody's going to believe what most of us are saying about that uh, until the uh, banking collapse occurs. And we have to really operate out of uh, a digital credit system and the banks uh, will not be giving people any of their money. And so uh, it's coming just as many of the predictive movies have stated, unless we repent. And we call on God and our nation turns from its evil ways and submits to the crown rights of Christ to uh, deliver us from wicked leaders and uh, install leaders who are not beholden to special interests and the big power brokers that are controlling governor uh, uh, global agendas. Uh, that um, seem to be seizing the world as we know it. Um, But all of you that are listening, keep your head up, keep your eyes on Christ um, and be discerning. Uh, The Lord knows how to disrupt the wicked. He knows how to thwart the plans of the evil one. He knows how to take the crafty in their own schemes if we would begin to pray and call on him to do it. God bless you. Got to take another break. When we come back, we'll do this last segment and uh call it a wrap for this Monday. We'll be right back. And now back to lifeline we are indeed and we are in our closing minutes if you want to get our podcast if you're new to the program never heard us before and this is exciting you to uh, deeper insights we've been doing this for years you can go to kfax eleven hundred a m dot com dot uh, com and uh, you can go to great uh, way of grace there's a section in there where we we have our uh, programs and the podcast for the Monday show are in that section. You will not find it under lifeline with Craig Roberts is separate. It's a separate entity. It's ours. And I don't know how far it goes back. I haven't been there, but I was told by that. And if you go look it up, you can look at different, uh, uh different podcasts. I deal with this all the time. Just in case you didn't know, you can get these at our website at grace dot Bible.com grace dot Bible.com where our preaching and teaching is laid out. And, um, uh, You know, I weave these real practical factors into the preaching and proclamation and teaching in our church because we're called to be prophetic. The word of God is an eternal truth depository dealing with historical narratives that play themselves out over and over again. And like Kiana said, uh, the uh, characters may be different, but the plot lines are the same. And in the end, the Lord Jesus Christ will continue to reign as sovereign Lord over the nations. Again, let's go to line number two quickly and talk with another John Paul. Are you there? Hey, Pastor Jesus, can you hear me? Yes, I can.
2: How are you? I am doing. I'm doing good. Thank you. Great. So I had a. Um, a two-part question. The first part was um, for you. Um, I don't know if you've noticed, but I, I travel a lot, and, and, and what I've noticed lately—and and again, it has got to do with the, with the, with the weather hoax and you know the, the, the carbon emission—but I've seen that airlines now are starting to track uh, your carbon emission footprint by kilogram per CO2 based on your set. Yep. And, and so my question is, isn't, I mean, you know, the way I look at these is, okay, I, I, I think, you know, they're going to try to restrict again, you know, the way we travel and how we travel from one place to the other. Um, and then the second part of the question was on the 15 minute cities, uh, seems like that, um, china is already implementing something like that and i wanted to take um you know your your opinion on that
3: right well those are two sides of the same coin the um yes. carbon footprint that they are um, tracking with everybody already mm-hmm. all of this is being loaded up you know um uh, mm-hmm. haran harari um Yovan harari made it very clear that um at some point this this technology will have mapped everyone to the point of uh of uh, everybody having a kind of uh, a clone, technical clone, uh, by which they can track us and know what our behaviors are. And, and therefore, yeah, uh, with uh, and this is ESG with governments and and, and, and and institutions that are going to ultimately comply if they can get away with this wickedness and um, our very movements will cost us. And when you made mention of the 15 minute cities, I touched on that briefly in um, our Tuesday, Friday study of last week, and I talked about it being a neo-Sodom and Gomorrah Uh, Scenario in Genesis 19 on Sunday because these 15-minute cities are going to be built in such a way as that they are primarily presented as master convenience cities where you don't have to drive anywhere beyond 15 minutes and mostly walk everywhere you go to get to where you want to. And all of this is going to work for people who do not love freedom enough to die for it. Uh, And our world is being trained to be slaves to that system. This is Revelation 13, 16 through 18 uh, played out again at the application level had its fulfillment in the first century. And then throughout the centuries, it has been applied to every totalitarian government that has looked at human beings as chattel, as property, as sources of income, and therefore every breath you breathe and every step you take and every action you engage in, uh, they monetize and that's what they're preparing to do uh, for us. And America is like woefully more sleep than anyone else on the planet. Uh, Really good researchers are looking into uh, these matters, uh, Jean-Paul, that you're talking about and they're seeing the countries that are pushing back on it. Um, I've talked about this a lot about the countries that were awakened by the COVID scam and they're pushing back on all global agendas. Um, You'll get this in Romania. You'll get this in parts of uh, Central America. You're going to get this in certain parts of Africa. They're just not buying into the Bill Gates um, global agenda. And and I love it. So what we'll be expecting at some point is uh, for enough conflict to occur. And again, like the Truman story for people that are still trying to Hold on to their seats around what we're talking about in the Truman story. What they tried to do was humiliate and wear Truman out, which was uh, Jim Carrey, wear him out as he tried to avoid being controlled by the um, by the makers of the uh, life that he was living from a child to an adult. And I would definitely recommend people watch it if they never have so they can get insights into the calamities that were depicted by the storm weather patterns and car accidents and things blowing up, which is what uh, the other Jean-Paul was talking about to Jean-Paul's today. That's real cool um, uh, in terms of what's happening in our country and around the world with the confiscation of uh, of all of our organic stuff, with the killing up of uh, animals, burning up of our a of, uh, Forests around the world and the uh, toxifying of our cities. Um. The, again, this is so uh, apocalyptic, so Revelation chapter 18 and 19, so uh, Revelation 16. So the trumpet judgments and the bold judgments um, are fully manifesting themselves today for people whose eyes are open. Um, but at a certain point, we will look up and see the smoke. And by the time we see the smoke, it'll probably be too late. I am estimating you guys, and I don't know, but between now and uh 2030, um, if we continue to see these evils emerging and the lying lips of our media acting like everything is okay, when we see that it's not, and God will give us the strength to look the beast in his eyes and understanding for what he is, uh, maybe we will be able to thwart it and, uh, and, and support good people who are willing to blow the whistle, and tell the truth, and and uh, collaborate with good men and women who are willing to stand for what's right, and and function as Christian uh, uh, people, men and women who love truth enough to stand up for it. In all spheres of life, the education system, the political system, the economic system, wherever there can be a recovering of the levers of power for good, that is what we need to be doing for sure. We're called to be salt and light, and this is not to play church, but it does start at church, for which I'll tell you if you are outside of Christ, if you don't know Him in the pardon of your sins, If you don't rest in the full, complete, vicarious righteousness of the son of the living God, if you are not resting in justification by faith alone through grace alone in Christ alone, apart from works. It's kind of dangerous. And so uh, we would submit to you that um, as much as has been stated by all kind of people in the world that all roads lead to to Rome. uh, Rome is not where we're headed. It's to glory that we're headed. And to get to glory, you got to go through the Son. I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes unto the father. But by me, that is the straight and narrow way of faith alone in Christ. It may it empower you to be bold enough to love men and women in such a way as to carefully tell the truth, even if you suffer for it, because that's the only way we're going to keep the lights on in our soul and keep the lights on in this world before it all collapses. Tuesday night Bible study at Grace at 630. Friday night Bible at Grace at 630. Sunday worship at 11. Until next time, God bless you. Keep your eyes on Christ.
0: Opinions expressed in the preceding program do not necessarily represent the views of the ownership, staff, or management of KFAX. Copyright Salem Communications. All rights reserved.